0: Good morning, Millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Wednesday. Hope everyone's having a great day. Um, I am joined, last minute, switch up. You know, here at The Morning Toast, we respect mothers. And that means that sometimes a mom can't make it, and Brian Kelly, aka The Points Guy, has to sub it. Brianna Marla. Brianna Marla is here. Thank you so much for doing this (laughs) on such short notice. The toasters really respect and appreciate you. What
1: means the world to me to be on your emergency dial list?
0: It means the world to me to have you here. That
1: means a lot. <laughs> you just double mean the world to <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah,
0: No, I sent it right back to you. Yeah,
1: I, I wasn't prepared. Because <laughs> you, you can't say it thrice, you can't. then you lose the effect of Brian's it.
0: Brian's favorite song in the world is You Mean the World to Me by oh. Tony Braxton.
1: I wouldn't say it's my favorite. Think Twice, Celine Dion.
0: Think Twice, Celine Dion. Um,
1: but everyone listening, listen to Tony Braxton, uh, You Mean the World to Me. It's Brian's part of our favorite playlist. It's Oh, uh, Trish Yearwood. She's, she's
0: in love with the boy. That's a
1: great one. For Memorial Day weekend, Ooh. we're just starting you off with the bops of bops.
0: Together again, Janet Jackson. In an
1: always iconic always tune. Always
0: iconic tune. Um, we'll share our playlist with everyone. Yeah. We've got a really good lineup of songs. It's a perfect mix of like pop and gay anthems.
1: And Samara Morris. I love oh, me Samarin. Brian
0: is a Maran Morris girly. Have you met her?
1: No, I was at the US Open. She was sitting behind me in the Emirates suite that Ooh, we were at.
0: Such a nice suite.
1: And um, she was sitting next to Lupita, and I felt so bad for her because they were going around the crowd with the celebrity cam, mm-hmm. and it was like, Lupita! Oh. And then Maren was there, and then they just moved on to someone else. The
0: disrespect. The nerve. It's Th- the bones.
1: Oh. The
0: bones. Now, we've got a great show for you guys today. Brian's here, so we switch things up a little bit. We have the Fast Five. Um, we also have some travel news, and since we're coming up on like a really big travel weekend, we need Brian's input if you guys are traveling near, far, wherever you're going this weekend. Listen to this episode before you go, because Brian says he's got some hot tips for the girlies.
1: Gonna save the girls going money. to save the
0: girls some money. Going to save the girls some money, some time, some stress, yep. some energy. And then we also have Dear Toasters. It's Wednesday, so Brian is going to help us guide you, some of our troubled toasters. We're going to guide you to a better place.
1: Aren't all toasters troubled deep down?
0: I think if you are a toaster, <laughs> it is then inferred that you are deeply troubled. <laughs> I think that's a good statement. Now, before we dive in to the show, we... Just have to talk about the absolutely horrendous. It's like I, I really debated even doing a show today. Um, Uvalde, Texas, mass shooting at an elementary school. I think it's up to nineteen kids now, two I, adults. I think it's in the twenties or uh, yeah, it's, it's twenty four or something. It's, it's, it's it just keeps, keeps going, going up, up, and
1: I, I just want to like turn it off. I but.
0: know, and it's like at this point, it be, it's like feels so routine that you don't even know what to say anymore because everything you say there's just been sounds more like than so. one
1: mass shooting a day so far in 2022
0: it's so disgusting it's so horrible and like you see the pictures of these kids faces and it's like it's just every it's horrible and i really debated doing a show today but you know here at the toast we try and you know make people happy and i think this is a time where people are really feeling like so down um So we're going to do our show and try and like bring a little light to what is just a horrible week here in America and just a true low point in our country. Um, And that's what we try and do here. So without further ado, here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Now, Brian, today's stories are bleak. They are not very exciting. I tried to tailor them towards you because I know you're a big housewives girl.
1: Mm -hmm. So we've
0: got some Teresa news. We've got some travel news. You mean Tree? Tree. Tree. My daughter's in tree. We've got some bleak stories, but... I always I-
1: forget. Are you a tree hugger? No. Are you? <laughs> no. Oh, obviously, we're Margaret fans. <laughs> oh, to right. that
0: right. Like, to the day by I By the
1: way, Margaret Josephs, I'm just blown away. I know we love her. Mm-hmm. I was watching, uh, like, on, I think, Faces by Bravo's doing a Villains of Real Housewives, So, and he's pitting up random people. Is
0: Margaret a villain?
1: Literally, and she was 70% of people voted for her. Granted, I think she was up against someone moronic. Right. But... People think she's a villain.
0: So me and Jackie say this all the time when we're recapping Jersey, like we're definitely biased because we know Margaret on a personal level and can attest to the fact that she is- Margaret's
1: a girly girl beyond words. Beyond words. She is everything.
0: Caring, generous, really lovely, like not a mean bone in her body. Nope. So are we just biased or like, is it crazy that she's considered a villain?
1: I think it's crazy.
0: I think it's crazy too, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, the whole cheating rumors, it is that it's kind of a bomb to throw, but like-
0: But they were out there already and there's another one today. Really about. There's another t- Lewis story today. Whatever his name is. Louis. Louis. L- yeah. There's a new story about him. Yeah. He. Oh, it's a first story. He allegedly pushes his ex-wife into a metal pole.
1: Yeah. He's deeply unwell. He's <laughs>
0: deeply problematic. And sorry, Margaret's the only one out there. So let's dive into okay. the first story, which is brought to you by Carraway. Caraway. Um, home, it's time to ditch the chemicals with Caraway Home's non-toxic cookware and bakeware collections so you can make healthier cooking a piece of cake. Caraway Home's non-toxic kitchenwares are all designed for the modern home and they feature a chemical-free ceramic coating so food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard-to-pronounce compound will leach into your healthy ingredients. So they're non-toxic, they're super easy to use and they're eco-friendly, which is just a fabulous fabulous thing. They offer the cookware set, which is a modern and chemical-free iteration of the traditional 16-piece set but it's boiled down to just the essentials. A fry pan saute pan saucepan and a dutch oven they also have the bakeware set which is an assortment of non-toxic baking essentials that every modern kitchen needs so you can get to baking without any of the bads also their sets come equipped with storage solutions so that there's no stacking required like if you've ever tried in your new york city apartment to stack up frying pans like you just know lids get lost but they've got a system at caraway Visit carawayhome.com slash TMT to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners, so visit carawayhome.com slash TMT or use code TMT at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. All right, let's dive into some of the idiotic stories. There is new allegations about Teresa Judici's fiance, Luis Ruelas. Allegedly, he pushed his ex-wife into a metal pole. So, Marissa DiMartino, that's his ex-wife, he's being accused of pushing her into a metal pole during a heated argument in 2012, according to a police report exclusively obtained by Page Six. His ex-wife reported that after her estranged husband dropped off the children, the two began arguing over finances. The dispute became heated and culminated with Lewis pushing his ex-wife into a metal support pole into the garage. The report was filed in 2012, one day after the alleged incident, and it continues to say that this action took place in the presence of the couple's son, uh, his ex-wife refused medical attention and was adamant that she did not wish to sign a charge. Um, so things are just getting like worse and worse for Mr. Lewis. I'm going to answer
1: it like Tree. Why are you trying to pop my love bubble?
0: <laughs> She's I'm so gonna, cringy. Why when are she you popping my love bubble? She sounds like a 16 year old in love for the first yeah. time. And you know what? In a lot of ways, I do believe that Teresa is. Started. She's in love with the boy. She's in love with the boy. With
1: that naughty <laughs> boy. <laughs>
0: Teresa is stunted in a sense, like she's really. She's like been a,
1: through it. I see why she wants this piece. Her new home, actually, I'll give her props. That old home was horrendous.
0: That old home was twisted, <laughs> <laughs> like
1: deeply unwell. Deeply unwell. <laughs> so
0: brown and cream, like it was yeah. weird. But Marble-y. you know what I found out? You know, Louis has like a lot of money. Is it? Wh- I feel like I'm pronouncing his name wrong. Louis. 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 Sorry. Sorry. I got confused. Louie. So Louie, you know how Teresa's been adamant about not signing a prenup. And even Andy during the reunion was like, please, I'm like begging with you. Just like look into it. And she's very against it. And that's because like, yes, she does. He has it.
1: money. Yeah. He, the
0: company that he founded. thats like he,
1: real estate or something, right? It went public. Really? So
0: yeah, he took it public. It was his company and he's obviously been asked to leave, but I don't think, you know, he needs that job. Hmm. So is not so dumb. Yeah. But this is concerning, this kind of stuff.
1: You know, yeah, I mean, domestic violence in front of a child. It it's seems horrible. to be pretty documented. However, you know... She doesn't want to see it. She's happy. Her kids are grown mostly, yeah. so hopefully...
0: Do you remember? I don't
1: think her daughter, her daughters wouldn't take <laughs> any of that for no, a second. No, her daughters so would not. Gia? He probably, you know, had some troubled times. Mm-hmm. It looks like he wanted to get some self-help. Yeah, at so, that retreat. I mean... Do we get just give them a pass? I don't, I don't know. know.
0: But do you remember last season when Margaret was opening up about the fact that you know in the workplace she was like sexually yeah. assaulted, and Teresa basically was like, "I Shame would never her. let that happen to me." Yeah, it's like you're kidding, right? It's not something you can control, right? Um, so I'm actually.
1: I mean, you're I, shook by this story based on what happened in the taxi. Oh
0: my god! You know what? You were a
1: whisper away. I
0: was literally in my sleep last night thinking about this incident. I talked about it on my Instagram. Like long story short, I got I took like a really uncomfortable situation and nothing happened to me, but like I was I feel like I was really close to like a dangerous situation yeah. and I got out.
1: I think my biggest question for you is why are you taking taxis?
0: Okay. This is what I get because I And I have to
1: say you and Ben's taxi race home from Marquee was <laughs> premium. Premium.
0: So I I actually like taking taxis first of all because they're they're better drivers like they know how to maneuver around the city better than anyone well like,
1: i would agree better than uber <laughs> x uber x people are they're, problematic they're not, they're not the
0: best but i think just like in general <laughs> yellow taxis are cheaper mm. you can pay with cash and like uh, did,
1: pay with cash yeah. claudia
0: what? Why would you pay with cab? Oh, right. Sorry. Oh, my God. I forgot. But like, She's sometimes it's nice to like, not wait for forward, the- step forward,
1: four steps back.
0: <laughs> sometimes it's nice not to wait, wait for the credit card machine. You know, you just like give them- and I know. Whenever tip... I take
1: taxis, I always leave thinking it's an yeah, Uber and course. I get like screamed at.
0: So uh, my Uber was taking forever. I was in like a really trafficy part of town and this cab just came right across. So I canceled the Uber and got in the cab and his doors were like- really janky. He had to get out and open it for me. He's like, sorry, my doors don't work. But you know, you don't think anything of that. Like this is New York. Everything is broken in New York. So I get in the car and then he just starts being really inappropriate. You know, like telling me I'm beautiful, asking me if I'm single, um, telling me he's been reported for sexual harassment. So I start like getting so hot. I'm like sweating and like time is moving so slowly. And I Thank God there was traffic because I was like, sir, you know what? I'm actually just going to get out and walk. It's a nice day. Something
1: you've never said once before Which in your honestly, life. Which, honestly? Like, I should have walked question. in the
0: first place. Like, that's what I get. Um, and he had made me pay cash. So, like, I don't know. It was just nothing happened to me, but like, and it could have been a totally fine situation. Yeah. But no, I was just but panicked.
1: I think in this day and age, you can't New be York is crazy. blind. There's a lot of things going on in New York right a now. A man was
0: just shot on the subway, like, in the I, middle of yeah, the day. Yesterday in
1: New York, I had to go to ATM and I'm in there and it smells like meth. <laughs> Not that I know what that smells like, but it was something funky Chemicals. going on. And then they were like passed out homeless people. And I really needed cash. I was in a rush and mm-hmm. I, I'm an idiot and actually kept trying kept to get going. cash with my eye on them. Well,
0: now a lot of ATM vestibules have security.
1: Yeah. It's just like, which so they should. This one, I, I was an idiot. I was like, I'm so dumb. I'm so lazy. I should just walk across the street. Right. Meanwhile, the ATM didn't even work. And,
0: but, Sweating in the vestibule. But yes, you I have think to be alert for, in this day and age, in this
1: day and age, especially, you know, Places like New York. I mean, across this country. It's everywhere. You've got to have your wits about you and when something doesn't feel right, you got to eject. So I'm proud of you for... You
0: You have to trust your instinct. Even if you think you're being crazy, like better to be overly cautious. Absolutely. So I was just like in a deep state of panic all day yesterday. But back to tree, like I do believe that these allegations are true. Like there's a documented history 2012, but you know, tree wants what tree wants and she's not going to let anything get in the way. And Frank was on the show. He said they're getting married this season. So he thinks it's in the summer. He's not invited. (laughs) so Good nothing is her. gonna you stop this what? wedding. She's
1: been presented with information, but some refuses people refuses to care. But this is America and she has that right to mm-hmm. do whatever she wants and
0: And she's moving full steam ahead. Yeah. She's a girl in charge. That's
1: an iron love bubble. <laughs>
0: it is it is an ironclad love bubble. Yeah. Um all right, next story. A little spooky psychedelic news. So Will Smith saw his career being destroyed in an ayahuasca trip before the Oscars. So he's doing um David Letterman. like literally
1: four hours before the Oscar. No, no, <laughs> he was kidding. on ayahuasca at the <laughs> that, o- makes that sense. would make a lot of sense. that
0: now things are adding up. So before the infamous Oscar slap, Will Smith had a vision of his career, his home, and his family slipping away from him while he was tripping on the psychoactive drink, Ayahuasca. So the King Richard star recalled the experience to David Letterman in David Letterman's new show, My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. It was taped before Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on stage during the Academy Awards telecast. So he told David Letterman that he began to notice a subtle sickness involving an addiction to material success. Around the time um, I Am Legend was released in 2009, he sought to remedy himself by taking a break from work and not speaking for two weeks. Smith said the same experience taught him to live with the reality that any moment, anything can be gone in a second. But he continued looking inwards. He took 14 journeys on ayahuasca in Peru over a two-year period, and he called it the individual most hellish psychological experience of Mm. his life. I started seeing all my money flying away, my house is flying away, and my career is going away, and I'm trying to grab for my money and my career, and my whole life is getting destroyed.
1: Claudia, you saw that happen to you, and you didn't even need ayahuasca.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good one. Very good. (laughs) Sorry, continue. No, I like that. Um, so he saw this happening. He said, I hear a voice saying, this is what the fuck it is. This is what the fuck life is. And I'm going, oh shit. And I hear Willow screaming, daddy, help me. Daddy, help me. Come, won't you help me? And I'm like, I don't see you. So basically people are now like quaking that he, like literally most things in his vision came true. Like Netflix, you know, they pulled a lot of his projects. The Academy Award, I think, banned him for 10 years. So, um, maybe we should all do ayahuasca and see the future.
1: I... Promise you, I will never do ayahuasca with you,
0: uh, oh, bitch. <laughs> literally, like I'm so deeply unwell that I really am not. Like I'm not cool on drugs. Like I'm not. I, also, I
1: know everyone talks about ayahuasca. Like I don't know. Life's pretty good. I don't. I don't need a reboot. Like what happened? I, I know someone who did like frog poison. Ooh. And she's like, I kind of need a support group for the rest of my life. Really? Because sometimes you might see things you don't want to see.
0: No, and like I watched you. Do you, you ever watch the Goop Netflix show?
1: the one in Jamaica.
0: Well, they like every episode. Yeah. So they, it was like a, yeah, it was a mushroom tea, like, yeah. and these people are crying, they're in the fetal position, and then afterwards, they're like, that was amazing. Like, nothing is worth that.
1: Well, I actually think, so Governor Rick Perry of Texas mm-hmm. just came out recently, who we've met before. Lovely guy. And he's, and uh, apparently for veterans, I do believe there's so many amazing powers of psychedelics. I for agree. PTSD, for veterans. veterans it's pretty 100%. So I think we, as a society, need to harness the power of, like, natural medicine way more than I agree, but we need to harness pills. it, like,
0: clinically, People are like out in mountains, yeah. like with all these like you know spiritual. And news. now it's
1: like now everyone wants to do, especially after what was the uh, Ten Perfect Strangers? No, the show Nine with Perfect Nicole. Strangers. Nine Perfect Strangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, be careful out there going to places. Would you make ever sure do th- ayahuasca? I mean, I would never say never. I know a lot of people who have, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. I mean, I would maybe.
0: I would literally never do it. Yeah. I don't think I'm the right person for it. Yeah. Too type A. I can't like con- like let like go of control of my body. Do you know I can't what I mean? imagine
1: you doing something that like has a high probability of you shitting yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can you know. imagine? I have to no. Do you shit yourself on ayahuasca?
1: Yeah, apparently in puke. Like no. it like expunges all of the stuff. Not everyone, but like you would. So you, you know? like
0: in a mountain like with just duty. No, everywhere? like you can
1: do it in Brooklyn now. They have like uh, sessions Brooklyn, upstate New York. Like you no. can go and like it's a guided. No. situation where you're like convulsing on the floor. I do
0: believe it works for a lot of people, but personally I'm out like yeah. never, never will be me. Yeah. It scares the shit out of me. Yeah. But I definitely believe in some of the powers. Like look, Will Smith literally saw his whole life flash before his eyes. And it but came. if
1: he's done Ayahuasca 14 times, why didn't he stop that from happening? That's
0: true. He was his own, as Rue would say, inner saboteur. Yeah, totally. I have not started the new season of Drag Race have. All-Stars. have, I have. But you're going to have to rewatch <laughs> it with me this weekend. You know that, right?
1: I think it's great talent, but it's, you know what I'm so upset with RuPaul lately? It's like everyone gets a participation medal. Oh, my God. At, oh, and Let this guess, season... Let
0: the first two episodes, nobody goes home.
1: Um, n- not only that, no one gets a singular piece of constructive feedback.
0: I hate You're that. You're great. You're I great. I that. Stunning. Or is it... Even, even-
1: Michelle Visage, who's like the Simon Cowell of right. drag... You mean the world to me. Like, oh. in, like every single person is the best they can be. No, it's, in it, this it's culture, partici- participation medal city.
0: I hate that. Like, you have to be so brave these days to like be critical.
1: I mean, it is good talent. So that's and true. I, it's
0: also all stars. So, like, there, there's really no bad. There queens. is
1: feedback. Oh, I had lots of feedback. <laughs> but
0: <sighs> you're gonna have to rewatch it with me this weekend. Oh, a million percent. I'm very excited. And, and also, we never even got to talk. On the podcast about our experience seeing Rue in real life oh two weeks god. ago, our we LA
1: weekend. <sighs> like, if I think we should like, we should do a blog post of like this is how to do LA right. out of control. Or
0: here's how to do LA wrong. Well, we,
1: we love the West Hollywood edition we Marriott loved, property.
0: Oh my god, major shout amazing out, amazing spa, you get points, they rooftop, upgraded
1: me. pool, Be- restaurant,
0: LA edition, and La-
1: Labo products,
0: La- full size, pool in the lobby.
1: Cool great, great for prom poses, billiards. Yeah, billiards.
0: It's good I, for naps. Good for naps. Great. I took great naps in L.A. <laughs> and I've long like been no searching. the lobby. Oh yes, I did fall asleep in the lobby after a couple cocktails. Um, I've long been searching for a good hotel in L.A. Yeah, I like it. I love it. Like I don't think yeah. I'll stay anywhere else. For a
1: Points Hotel, like that's it's it's married, it's good location. Away, right? Yeah.
0: So uh, dinner, we ate at Craig's. Craig's is a delicious. So good. We ate at Nobu Malibu. Delicious. You weren't hungry. Well, we
1: so we go to Nobu Malibu, the most expensive restaurant in the history of the world. (laughs) But actually, we ate at Soho House Malibu, which is next door, two hours prior.
0: Yeah, but I was I couldn't be stopped. Yeah. So Brian was like, "I'm full. I'll have a cocktail." Saturday
1: we went to Horses, which is a new chic 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 spot. Very good. They had a
0: great pasta. We really we ate a lot.
1: Yeah, our friend's birthday party at Chateau.
0: Oh yeah, we were being fabulous. Like we were being
1: we're scene queens.
0: We were having like our paparazzi moment, even though there was not a paparazzi in sight. Yeah. Well, not for us, anyways.
1: Yeah. Desperate. Well, there were fans at Craig's, but like they didn't approach us in front of paparazzi. Right. They like waited to be discreet. We're like, no, approach yeah. us in front, them, in front of them, trigger the them, because no. we manifested. We will have our paparazzi mm-hmm. moments in twenty twenty two.
0: And I got really close earlier in the year. Um, the we went to Craig's in January, yes. or February, and there was a paparazzi outside, and he was like, Claudia, and I was like, Yeah. He's like, how are you? I'm like, oh, I'm good. How are you? Chatting me up, chatting me up. I'm like, "Uh, okay, are you going to take a picture of me or not? (laughs) No. And then I went inside. So like... I'm on. A, uh, that's that's half we're a close. step there. We're so and then close. And this past time
1: at Craig's, you had a lot of fans outside, and and, and it's the paparazzis
0: fun. were looking down at. And, their and all your
1: fans were really nice. For once in your life, they were not thirst monsters. I'm no, like, this is the so time to be a thirst so, monster. Come on, girls. I'm such so a civilized. stage mom. They were civilized. Come on, girls. Go crazy. Go. Yeah, this is when you can. Like, Instead, like, like, don't come up to our table. <laughs>
0: <As> <laughs> Do it in front of
1: the paparazzi. As
0: I was walking by, they're like, I don't want to bother you, but I love you. I'm like, no, bitch, bother me. This paparazzi. Louder, louder, louder. Come on, girl. Faint. Do something. Devastating. Not to make everything about us, but Will Smith, good yeah. luck to you, sir. <laughs> um, all right, next up, our third story is oh, some Kardashian news. Um, your favorite person in the world, Caitlyn Jenner, is saying she wasn't invited to Kourtney Kardashian's wedding in Italy. Not so shocked. she didn't make the cut for KK and TB's wedding in Italy. Sources close to the couple told TMZ, and by the way, if it comes from TMZ, that means it came straight from Kris Jenner's mouth. <laughs> Told TMZ Wednesday that the Kardashians' former stepparent never received an invitation in the mail in the very intimate wedding weekend because they have a very limited relationship. Mm-hmm. So TMZ noted that Kardashian and Jenner do not really see or speak to each other, so the Push founder did not feel it necessary to invite the former Olympian to her destination wedding Sunday. I'm Caitlyn, totally
1: yeah, Team uh, Courtney on this. Caitlin's an ass.
0: She is like, and Caitlin is deeply unwell. I think how she, her whole experience and how she really kind of. Whoa. so rude to Chris. And
1: threw Chris under the bus in her show. Which, 100%. Which I do. I, I download all my shows because I watch <laughs> it. So every time I open up iTunes, like, I am Kate is like randomly there. I'm so embarrassed. Like, it's like when you have to block your like, laptop from someone. <laughs> like Some people do porn. that in case there's porn on their computer. <laughs> really? Mine is like, oh, I'm so embarrassed that I am Kate is on my iTunes library. And, and iTunes is turned. They like know your most twisted shows. That is embarrassing. Yeah. It's you super know what like, my first one
0: that comes up? Because it's with an A and it's so embarrassing. I don't even think you've ever heard of it. Alan Gregory. No, it was a one season cartoon show written by Jonah Hill, where he's just like really like sassy elementary school kid. And he has two dads and it's so funny, Ryan, like you will love it. Like, it's everything. One um, dad is really, really rich, and like one dad is really, really hot. Oh, that's kind of funny. It's really good.
1: Um, well, I just had to plug my favorite show in the world, uh, Locked Up Abroad. I mean, you were going to say Locked that. Up Abroad is so good. Each and every single you episode. watch too much of it, Brian. I know. I'm afraid I'm going to get Locked Up Abroad. I know, like manifest It's not good it. for your mental health. No, but it's so good.
0: You were in Newark, and like they had to do extra screening oh for you. Oh my god! And I, so get this story.
1: Out. I didn't. T- I haven't told anyone. I didn't even put it on social. So I've been critical of the government. Like right now, like the government and COVID testing rules. You can fly in the U.S. without a mask, no testing. Right. But if you go to Europe, Canada, Canada, where they have covid way more under control coming back you have to get a covid test it's
0: so expensive and stupid so
1: i was like kind of dragging the government for a while tagging like potus and <laughs> Buttigieg. not that they care and then so i come back and i'm watching locked up abroad flying home from saint bart's mm-hmm. which was really fabulous and then i go to the global entry machine and my first time in 15 years i get an x across my face <laughs> and i go up to the guy and i'm like okay this is weird yeah. i'm sure he just needs to verify maybe mm-hmm. it didn't take a good picture maybe of the me the machine is glitching the guy goes Oh no, you got to come back with me sir. Mm. He comes out from behind the booth, closes the lane mm. and takes me back, takes my passport, gives it to like a police officer and I'm in a back room. Oh my god. I'm panicking like you're literally what like what has happened what do I have on me no. Right. <laughs> like,
0: no but you're detained because you are literally like slandering the government
1: I mean are we living in Russia <laughs> no literally is this a simulation
0: literally so what ended up happening
1: so they ended up coming up and the guy asked me a bunch of questions what do you do where are you from and he's like okay I just had to verify there's a, a and this is what I think happened so after 9-11 there's a Brian Kelly tourist in Ireland on the IRA you're
0: kidding my me my dad in
1: 2001 my dad actually wasn't able to travel like he literally your dad's
0: name is also Brian, Brian Kelly, Kelly. For those who don't my dad know.
1: had to go to our senator and get our names cleared from the <gasps> homeland security list so the guy said there's someone named your name that's now right. on the list so I've traveled since and I think it's fine um, I well, also think insane. my global entry expired I had to renew it so I'm just going to start with one of my tips yeah, for the girls out there for toasters yeah. and boys too of course we have a few. get global entry if you don't have global entry today get it get it get it it's $100 for five years and what global entry does when you come back from the US right now there's huge staffing shortages with immigration Yeah. so it's uh, global Entry and then everyone else. And you can wait three hours in line. Mm-hmm. So Global Entry allows you to get through in 30 seconds. I consistently get through immigration in 30 seconds, but it also includes TSA PreCheck, which is a must-have because the TSA also is so crowded. Airports are packed. Having PreCheck is like clutch. So instead of paying 85 for for PreCheck, you pay 100 for Global Entry. And there are a lot of credit cards, Sapphire, Amex, Platinum, that will give pay you Global for it, Entry yeah. for free. Um, and it will just save you so much time. A lot of people can't get appointments. If, if it's your first time, um, you may not be able to sign up for an appointment online. The government refreshes it every day around one o'clock, so mm. go check then, or pay twenty dollars. There's an app called Appointment Scanner, and this app, you know, whether it was COVID vaccines or trying to find a global entry, right. it scans nonstop and it'll alert you whenever there's a new reservation. I don't
0: know how to tell you this, but I don't have global entry. I
1: know you don't. I'm, so I'm trying. I believe
0: in the mobile passport line.
1: If you can't be my friend, then please don't be my enemy. The thing is, so mobile passport doesn't exist anymore. That's yes, so that's the big kicker. Mobile passport used to be a free alternative. Yeah, the government is so short staffed, they've now. So when you come back, you should literally apply before we go to Rome because you can actually get it before we leave.
0: But so my thing is, like, I have to go downtown and, and interview. Can I do it online?
1: You can do it. So now they have some Zoom interviews. That's what I'll do. And if not, just Tried, like it's literally worth it to go to JFK. I I'm know. telling you to just get Global Entry. Because that when I was going through from St. Bart's, it was a two hour line. It's all foreigners and Americans mm-hmm. or Global Entry. They don't have the mobile line anymore.
0: That's devastating because the mobile line is was was like a great little kept yeah, secret. But it's
1: no longer in most airports. So oh, get fuck. your global entry. And Clear is really good too. Yeah, it's like a hundred dollars. Clear for. will yeah, Clear will take you uh to the front of the pre check line. Yeah. Um
0: Delta uh and it works
1: at stadiums too, like Yankee Stadium. Yes, M S G. Yep.
0: If um For me, Delta paid for like half my membership.
1: If if you're a Delta member, it's like 109. And then if each level, it's free for diamonds. And then same thing with United. So if you got elite status, um, but clear and glow entry, pre check, gotta have.
0: Um, But before we move on to the next story, I just wanna say, like, I do understand why they didn't invite Caitlyn to the wedding. But, like, part of it, part of that makes me really sad. Like, Caitlyn was such a good stepdad to them for like 20 years. Like, when you watch OG seasons, like, she was really like the father figure yeah. in their life. And so it does make me sad, even though I, I think they're justified in not inviting her. I hate her. to
1: pivot, but was Beyonce there? And why okay. are there no photos?
0: I don't know. She happened to be at the same hotel that all the guests were staying at, but she wasn't at the wedding. I Did you
1: it. know that Chris Jenner would have would had have, a photo? No,
0: of course. Apparently she's really close with Travis and his kids. Oh. So, but I haven't seen anything beyond the fact that she landed and was staying at that hotel. Randomly. Randomly. I, I can't be a coincidence. Yeah. Um, Okay, we've got two more stories um, and the next couple stories are brought to you by Manscaped. Sweaty sack summer is approaching. And Wait, is t- this
1: why you <laughs> invited me on today?
0: Yes, because you have a sweaty sack and I, this is my intervention, okay? Sweaty sack summer is approaching and it's time for you to prioritize the comfort of your man's family jewels. The sponsor of today's episode, Manscaped, has spent two years designing the comfortable boxer briefs out there for the men in your life. We have had the honor of testing out these new boxers and all I can say is that it's the softest fabric of any underwear and the perfect loungewear for your night in or sleepwear. It comes from Manscaped, so you know it's a great gift for him. Let his bulge breathe and get 20% off and free shipping by using code TOAST at manscaped.com. So the micromodal fabric is buttery soft, breathable, keeping his cucumber cool. You can walk, run, strut. These moisture wicker boxers breathe without breaking a sweat. The tagless waistbands hug your body without digging in, and it lays flat against your skin to reduce chafing. So obviously these are great for bed, but if you are a lady who likes to sleep in your man's underwear, these are Fabulous. They're like really stretchy, really breathable. The front fly open gives easy access, makes bathroom breaks quick and efficient. And you can choose from an arrangement of designs, colors, sizes, and they range from small to 3XL. Get 20% off in free shipping with the code TOAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code TOAST at manscaped.com. Once a boxer's 2.0 touch his sack, he'll never go back. All right, we've got some food news because I know you're a big snacker like me. The Ritz Oreo Cookie mm. Collab is blowing our minds. So when it comes to snacks, there are two obvious front runners, Oreos and Ritz peanut butter sandwich crackers. But what if you can't decide between savory and sweet? So the snack wizards have a solution. It is the new Ritz X Oreo, a Franken cookie that's one half buttery Ritz and one half chocolate Oreo, and it's double stuffed with both peanut butter flavored cream and the original Oreo cream. It looks like a practical joke in a cookie form, but we assure you it is no joke. So Oreo tweeted that this was coming out. 50% sweet, 50% salty, 100% delicious. So it'll be available on the 26th. That is tomorrow. We have to get them for this weekend. So basically, it, is a, it looks like an Oreo, but one is Ritz Cracker, a little bit of peanut butter. Oreo cream, Oreo cracker. I
1: saw, I think Evan Ross Katz or was it, it Danny looks Pellegrino? Nuts. He did a taste test and oh. it looks unique. I mean, this is literally made for high people. I literally. mean, let's just cut it. Let's just Right when you can't beat around decide, the bush, you're yeah. So
0: high, you need like a pretzel and chocolate. So you just like need all savory and sweets and you just shove this in your mouth. It seems like a lot.
1: When I was in high school, I once ate a double stuffed Oreo betwixt uh, Doritos. Ew. That <laughs> was so good. <laughs>
0: Did you smoke a lot of pot in high school? <clears throat> Not really,
1: but actually it was the turn of the century, year 2000, and we all thought we were going to die. Right. So my friends and I, yeah, we had gotten like a water bong when you slice off a two liter of Pepsi and like we made a bong. Huh. All my friends fell asleep before the year 2K, so <laughs> I was high Alone. as the world was about <laughs> eating Oreos and Doritos. <laughs> That's funny. While most people on this, listening to this podcast were like maybe Not born. born yeah. yeah,
0: I was, um... I was actually with my in-laws last night, and they were talking about the turn of the... Do you remember
1: the Y2K New Year?
0: No, I was six years old. But they were talking about how like crazy it was, and they told me that they were at this New Year's Eve party. It was like everyone was freaking out, but then it was like totally fine. And they left, and they were walking home, and they saw Joan Rivers walking oh, into her apartment. Iconic. I know. Iconic.
1: Do you think she was wasted? Was she a big drinker?
0: Um, That's actually a good question. I don't think so, but like later in her life... All she did was work. That Mm. like I don't think she had time for it. But imagine you know in her heyday, like when she was on the Letterman show and she was like you know, the girl about town. I'm sure she
1: did. I worked. uh, I'm friends with George Katsiopoulos from Mm. Fashion Police, and he just when he speaks about Joan, he like there's like a glint, like a like a tear in his eye. He's like she was just as amazing times 100. And he's like she she came off mean, but she he's like she was truly like. He, like he told stories Whenever his book came out She like canceled her tour And flew into LA Aww. Supported him Like loved him like a son Like Oh that's so sweet. Joan He just Yeah he Oh my god He just can't say enough Good things about her
0: I love that Because like I was just watching Her most recent special And she got inducted Into the Netflix Comedy Hall of Fame And it's like In these crazy times Like who do we need We need a voice of reason mm-hmm. We need Joan mm-hmm. And we don't have her We don't so, are you going to try that? If I find this, will you eat it? 100%. Okay, good. Me too. <laughs> um, fifth and final story I pulled from a really kind of sickening, up and coming, small little travel blog called thepointsky.com. Um, and I want you to explain it to us because there's been a lot of uh, hoopla about this potential acquisition of Spirit buying JetBlue or JetBlue buying Spirit? JetBlue
1: buying Spirit.
0: Got it. So, okay. months
1: ago, Spirit and Frontier, the two ultra low cost airlines in this country, decided to merge, Got you know, it. to to create this mega cheap airline. right? And so what's happened historically in the U.S. over the last like 15 years, like Delta merged with Northwest, United and Continental, um, American and U.S. Airways. So 80% and actually Southwest even acquired AirTran. So 80% of flights in the U.S. are by these four carriers. So the 20% that's left, the spirits, the frontiers, Alaska, JetBlue, it's so hard for them to compete because to make a profitable airline, you need to have scale. You need to have tons of extra planes when something goes right. wrong. You need to have hubs. And, you know, the cost of maintenance on an airplane decreases dramatically as you scale it. Right. So the only way to really become profitable, you know, airfare is still pretty cheap, all things considered. So it's like you've got to uh, have it's scale. Not cheap. It's not well, cheap. Well, but we can get into that and <laughs> yeah. hacks around to get cheaper flights. But anyway... So JetBlue was like, oh wait, once Spirit and Frontier merge, like there's gonna be no one else really left for us to right. merge. We're how are we gonna do this? So they basically came in and offered. And at first I was like, no, because I like JetBlue. Mint is awesome. JetBlue yeah. flights are great. Free Dunkin' Donuts. Wi-Fi. Free Wi-Fi. Big seats. I fly nice. coach on JetBlue. That's. I, yeah, but it's,
0: but recently they are one of the worst airlines.
1: Well, because JetBlue is too small, and like whenever there is like a delay, a rainstorm in Orlando, everything goes into haywire. So their point was, if we acquire Spirit, they actually have the same type of planes. Mm-hmm. We're going to make their planes nicer by adding in the JetBlue experience, and this will actually keep airfares lower. Because and and I actually kind of agree with this. At first, I thought it was a terrible idea, mm-hmm. but what happens is with Delta and United, people who fly Delta United. Um, an American, don't look at Frontier or Spirit right. as options. So mm-hmm. even if a Spirit Airlines is $150 cheaper than Delta, most people who fly will go with that. Yeah. So what JetBlue's saying is it actually will benefit airfare because if we take over and JetBlue becomes bigger, we're actually a competitor where people will fly JetBlue. And
0: now it's more competitive pricing.
1: Correct. Yes. So I actually...
0: I think it's a good idea. Uh, me but too. this article from most recently yeah, said Spirit said no. Happening. It's not so, happening.
1: So it's not happening. Spirit said no. JetBlue then said, okay, we're going to go straight to your shareholders. Um, and it just doesn't look like it's going to happen. Why? Which, Why
0: wouldn't Spirit want it?
1: Spirit, you know, you know in, in a capitalist world, there's, you know, the, the powers that be at Spirit and Frontier are probably going to make a lot more money oh. with the deal that they have. Even though shareholders might make more because JetBlue offered more. Right. Um, so there's all sorts of powers Greed. at play. <clears throat> but I actually, I will say for the record, I wrote a newsletter saying I thought it would be a bad idea. Cause, but if JetBlue actually took over all the Spirit's planes and made them nicer, right. we have elevated more Right, elevated that options. experience. And then Jet, one more I, major Yeah, player. I will say JetBlue started flying to London. They brought the Ferris down. JetBlue, yeah. when they first started flying to L.A. with their Mint, brought Ferris down. So. Yeah. I stand JetBlue, and I'm kind of sad for them that this isn't going to go through.
0: I really like JetBlue too, but I think you're right. Like the fact that they're such a smaller airline is really making them not even be an option for well, me anymore. Because if you get even the slightest yep. delay, like you're done. No, with JetBlue. it's so
1: bad. Ben had it. Olivia, Olivia had, had it. it. Like literally, I just think leaving people stranded. JetBlue's on-time per- performance is horrible. What's um, the airline
0: with the best on-time performance?
1: Delta, domestically. Delta, Hawaiian Airlines, because they have perfect weather all the time. Right. Um But yeah. You know, I, I think Delta and United are really good Southwest and then American. American's pretty bad of the big ones, you know.
0: Yeah, I flew actually American Airlines recently for the first time ever.
1: Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And you didn't really like it, did you? No, it actually, fine. I mean, it it left totally on, it's totally fine. Left
0: on time, clean plane. I, I'm not a snob. I really... Uh, if you leave on time, I don't care. Well, I would care if I was in like yeah. the last row, but I, I don't care. Like, if you leave on time and get me safely, like that's yeah. really all you need to do. Let's yeah. talk to
1: about me. the elephant in the room. We're still in on ongoing <gasps> oh, litigation right. with American.
0: That was the last time you were on the show. I don't have
1: an update for you all today, but it's still going on. There's still some stuff going on. I get like Google alerts. <laughs> like, you know, I don't run the points guy. We're right. owned by Red Ventures, so the powers that be are handling it at this Good. point in time, and I will update you all but I have to say on the not like other girls tour I just want to say thank you to all the girly girls who came up
0: screaming fuck American Airlines at it you. was
1: hysterical <laughs> your support means the world it and I actually, world. Mean yeah, actually
0: mean that you actually mean now
1: have we overused a phrase when we actually have to disclaim it that's, uh, I truly mean it that that time
0: that's a fair yeah reason, isn't it? um okay well so let's do a few more travel tips before we dive into dear toasters we've got a big weekend coming yep. up people are traveling by car planes trains <laughs> automobiles what are your biggest money-saving, so, time-saving tips?
1: So we've actually switched uh, the points guy. We did a survey You know, up until now. Everyone's been worried about the COVID, traveling COVID now. The number one concern of consumers is pricing. Yeah. So from March to April, flight prices went up 20% mm-hmm. almost, which is the number in the history of tracking flight prices was number one month for increases. Increase. And, you know, we're all freaking out about 8% year over year inflation on products. And then in travel, Plus. it's just shooting up like crazy. So that being said, what I'll tell people is you need to be flexible. So if you don't already use Google flights, teach yourself today. We have a blog post, the point sky, how to maximize Google flights. It's a free tool that Google has. It lets you visualize all of the flights. And what I'll say to all of you is think outside the box. And there's actually a feature on Google flights called explore map. So what you can do is you can put in, I live in Nashville. I want to travel these dates. Show me a map of where the cheap fares are. Hmm. So plan your trips where the deals are. Yeah. Because there still are deals. Yeah. Um, you you know, we've seen $150, you know, quick fare sales to Hawaii. You know, Vegas is really cheap. I mean, it's hot in the summer, but you can still have a fun time. Yeah. So you can find deals. But if you're dead set on going to Nashville on a week this before... particular day. You know, actually, Toaster's messaged me. They're like, I we were going to have my bachelorette there, but flights are 600 and I can't do that. Right. So you know flight flight sales are hard to find also europe is on sale so how to beat travel inflation well the us dollar is almost equal to the euro right. now when i studied abroad 15 years ago or 20 no 15 years ago <laughs> 17 yeah. um, it was a dollar 40 for every euro so right. super now it's like a dollar 6 a dollar 7 so immediately there, once you get to Europe, Portugal, you can go to amazing meals because they don't increase the prices to just for Americans, right. right? So go to Europe. Europe is like basically on sale this summer. Flights you can get cheap tickets. There's carriers like French B, which is like a no-fills budget airline. but here's the thing I mean, Especially if you're not freakishly tall like me, flights to Europe these days are like you know, Western Europe, you're five and a half, six hours on a plane. Mm-hmm. Have a couple cocktails, take, take a Benadryl, take a Xanax, you'll wake yeah. up there, sit in a cheap little coach right. seat. And then once you're in Europe, I mean I'm you're flying in Europe. it's it's thirty dollars on Ryanair. There's, you know, trains, there's everywhere. trains everywhere. There's trains everywhere. So go to Europe this summer versus paying $900 a night in Miami for something you've already done a million times. Totally. And same thing, like, go off the beaten path. Like, Mexico and Costa Rica, super expensive, super crowded. There's amazing places. Nicaragua has sickening beaches, Mm -hmm. surfing. Colombia is cool. Medellin, which I've been, is such an artsy, cool city. Cartagena. I've been. So I'd say, like, push yourselves outside of your comfort zone a little bit. Um, versus Um, just going where everyone else is going. For
0: Memorial Day, a lot of people do driving trips. What are your best tips for like rental cars and stuff?
1: Yes. So uh, first of all, with gas, and even if you're not traveling, Gas Buddy is an app that'll actually sniff out like the cheapest gas. And especially when you're on state lines, it can drop dramatically. As we noticed in California when we were obsessed with taking pictures.
0: $7 for gas, we were dying.
1: Um, So Gas Buddy. Also, when you're booking rental cars, my friends, there's still... Uh, a shortage. Mm. So book directly when possible with the with the rental car company. Like not kayak. Correct. Kayak. Whenever you involve kayak, unless you're getting a way bigger deal, even with flights, because when a flight gets, you know, canceled, the airline you wait four hours and they're like, oh, you have to call kayak. Kayak right. says call the airline. You know, so no,
0: and kayak like try opening up a kayak tab without 55 other tabs opening yeah. up. it's so frustrating.
1: Um, so book directly. There's also a site called AutoSlash which uh, scans all the different car rentals and then. It'll actually rebook you if the price drops, which is pretty cool.
0: That is nice. Auto
1: Slash. It's been around for a while. It's free to use, and they automatically rebook you. Um, And also, you know, traffic, roads are going to be really traffic. Google Maps has a great feature, which will actually let you chart out a route at different times of the day. So Mm. traffic patterns, especially from the pandemic now, are not the same in every city. Yeah. So, like, if you're trying to do a road trip and trying to figure out when to leave, look at Google Maps and put in the time. Yeah, I've done that. It's a nice little feature. Yeah. And generally, and also with flights... I know a lot of us are not morning people, but the, the flights that leave the most on time are, are first ones. flights in the morning, so suck it up, get on that flight, the chances of you leaving, and also do not book tight layovers. You know, when you're searching for tickets online, it'll often, you know, usually it's 45 minutes is the minimum the airlines have. What happens is you're going to be running to your gate. There yep. are delays. We flew home from LA, and where our plane sat for almost two hours on the runway. Oh, yeah. You imagine if you had a connecting flight to Europe,
0: you'd be panicked the whole time. So,
1: this summer, do not give yourself a tight connection cuz you're going to miss it and the thing is flights are sold out. So when you're in right. Charlotte trying to get a connection and then you're, you're going to Aruba, you're not going to leave for 3 days. Mm-hmm. So, you know, suck it up, build a 3-hour connection in, you know, get use your Amex Platinum, go to the Centurion yeah. Lounge. And that's just like my overall tip, like leave with more time, leave with a good attitude and please do not take your frustrations out on airline employees.
0: Attitude is everything. Cause if you like go into a travel day, like annoyed, stressed out, every little, even if it's like a 20 minutes late, like it'll bother you so much and that's not good for your mental health. And yes, agreed. Like some of the shit I see, like just traveling for toward the way people are so fucking rude. Like you should be kicked off the plane immediately. Like if you are that rude, yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. And it's not these people's fault.
1: Totally. I mean, trust me, like the gate agent working that flight, she wants your flight gone ASAP. More than you know, like they get great at you know, they get so like when there's a tornado outside of LaGuardia and you're screaming at them that you need to go on your cruise, like <laughs> just take a chill pill, okay.
0: <laughs> Good one. Um, okay, well thank you for that. I hope everyone was writing that down. Um And are you free to join me for some Dear Toasters?
1: A hundred percent. Are you ready
0: to help some troubled youth?
1: Yeah. Some troubled teens?
0: All right, Dear Toasters is brought to you by Hungry Root. Sometimes there's nothing easier than ordering takeout for dinner. It feels easy, but it's super expensive. And on the other hand, just thinking about grocery shopping and having to play what's for dinner game is exhausting. So if you hate grocery shopping or simply don't have the time, Hungry Root is here to help. The easiest way to get fresh, high quality food delivered to your door. They've got healthy groceries and simple recipes all in one place. A fun short quiz is all Hungry Root needs to get to know you, your goals and how you like to eat. Are you gluten-free? Noted. Do you like sweets? They'll keep it in top of mind and get to work. Hungry Root will recommend groceries they think you'll love. Take their suggestions or choose whatever you want from their fresh produce, high quality meat and seafood, They have pantry staples and all the healthy snacks and sweets you'll ever need. You're not just getting your weekly grocery haul, you can also shop thousands of simple recipes that actually put your food to use. So everything Hungry Root offers follows a simple standard. It has to be delicious, quick to prepare, and made from whole, trusted ingredients. Right now, Hungry Root is offering the Morning Toast listeners 30% off your first delivery and a free gift with delivery. Just go to HungryRoot.com toast to get 30% off your first delivery and choose your free gift. That's HungryRoot.com toast. Don't forget to use that link. Okay, ready? Dear Claudia and Brian, I'm writing in because I'm expecting my first child due at the beginning of November and I need your help. Today, my mother-in-law came over to kindly drop off some food at our house and she mentioned that I shouldn't make plans on Labor Day because that's when she's planning my baby shower. And I have two problems with this. The first is that I'm very introverted and I literally cannot handle having attention on me. I even had a very small wedding, immediate family only for that reason. Two is that my mother-in-law is a lot. She and her five sisters are always up in my business, doing things that make me uncomfortable, making comments about my body, grabbing my belly. My mother-in-law even said Labor Day weekend would be the best time for the shower because I wouldn't be too heavy at that stage in the pregnancy. What the fuck? Is it rude if I tell her I don't want a baby shower? I know it would mean a lot to her, but it's my pregnancy, and I don't want to have an event where I'm just getting picked apart and made uncomfortable by her and her five sisters. I have a great relationship with my mother-in-law, and she always means well, but I'm just uncomfortable with the idea of a baby shower in general. Thank you in advance for your help. I promise to send a follow-up, whether I have to do this godforsaken baby shower or confront my mother-in-law. Sincerely, a toaster who prefers to stay out of the spotlight.
1: All right. Well, as
0: two girls who hate the spotlight, we totally... Totally relate to this.
1: I think... So I have... Eleven nieces and nephews and three siblings, lots of dynamics, Mm -hmm. um, all good dynamics. Lots of in-laws. What I will say is, it's important for you to set boundaries now because when the baby comes, and if your mother-in-law just, it's I see this so much. Not necessarily my family, but like with people, you know, new mothers hormonal and just stressed. And when there's not boundaries set with the baby, and you know, grandmas love, you know, everything. Every grandma I talk to is like, it's so amazing, Mm -hmm. it's the best thing. But you have to set the boundaries now. And that whole body shaming stuff is ridiculous. Ridiculous. And the number one thing you need to focus on is your little baby. Congratulations. Yeah, I so totally
0: agree with you. Boundaries are so important. And, and like it's, when the baby's here, like it might be too late to set those boundaries.
1: Also, can we have a discussion about people stealing other people's holidays? <sighs>
0: totally. I mean, I've been
1: to some fun New Year's weddings, but New Year's is my favorite holiday. Okay, I just
0: want to say, though, you know Olivia got married on New Year's? And it was the best time. And I haven't had a better New Year since. <sighs> I know. And everyone who was there was like, thank God. Like, try going to a New Year's party and getting a drink. No, we're at a wedding. It's open bar. Like, yeah, It was true. really, it was everyone who was there. I don't think they were just blowing smoke up my ass. They were like, if they happen to be in town, if you aren't in town, you don't have to come. But like, if you're in town and there's a wedding, it's kind of ideal as long as you like the people.
1: Yeah, okay. So
0: I just, I agree. I'll yield
1: some ground there. I
0: think like when people get married on Thanksgiving, like that's a lot. Yeah. Like they're like, well, it's a four-day weekend. Yeah, because it's Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, and I want to like... Just chill.
0: Yeah. So I, I agree with you there. I also think your advice of setting boundaries as quickly as possible yeah. is the best. Do it in a sweet way. Again, yeah. I I I relate to your mother in law more on this because I'm not introverted and I have so many sisters and we're always like I definitely touch people's bellies like mm. when I'm not supposed to. Mm. Some people are weird about the belly. Mm. And I just I'm a belly toucher. So yeah. I relate to the to the mom more, but boundaries are boundaries and you have every right to set them, especially yes. like if you're having a child. Absolutely. All right, next up. This one is so crazy, I read it before. Hey guys, I'm a huge fan, I listen every morning. Long story short, my boyfriend and I have been dating for five years. We were both servers at this restaurant where we met. He no longer works there, but I do now, and I'm a manager. My boss, who my boyfriend knows, and they all work together, my boss and I are very close and not in a weird way. I've just worked there for six years, so we have a good relationship. Well, this morning, my boyfriend woke up to a text message from my boss saying, she deserves better than you. It was 1 a.m. and he was obviously drunk, my boss loves my boyfriend, so I'm not sure why he would have texted him that. My boyfriend's telling himself it was an accidental text, but I don't believe that. Do I say something? Does he say something? I feel like I am start- I need to start looking for a new job. Is my boss in love with me or just being overprotective? Please help a naive toaster who has no idea what to do. Love from you. From a
1: delusional gay perspective, I'm sensing some gay... He's trying to drive you away from your boyfriend so he can swoop in for the boyfriend. Okay,
0: that is like a delusional take, <laughs> but let's let's play. Okay, so he's in love with the boyfriend.
1: He's in love with the boy. He's in love with the, <laughs> the boy, boy. with the little boy.
0: So he's in love with the boy. And he <laughs> thinks the best way of getting the boy is to tell the boy that he's not good enough for the girl? Yeah. Okay. I thought it through. In your gay fantasy, <laughs> I totally, I could see it for sure. But the way that I read, maybe this As is a my- As a heteronormative maybe, person. Maybe this is my heteronormativity. I feel like this boss is obviously in love with you. Yeah. Like, how cute. A workplace romance.
1: No? No. Don't shit where you sleep. A
0: hundred percent. Don't shit where you eat. Oh my God. Um, is that what it
1: is? Eat or sleep? Yeah.
0: Eat. I mean, I guess you shouldn't shit where you sleep either, but I believe the phrase especially
1: is, not on a heated, uh,
0: heated <laughs> bed. I believe the phrase is don't shit where you eat. Um, and I agree. Don't
1: shit where you heat.
0: <laughs> That's good. I like that. Um, your boss is in love with you. Like, yeah. duh.
1: I think you have to address the text message for sure.
0: Mm, I don't know. Some things are really just bad. But better if she left. really loves her
1: job. She's been there for six years. She shouldn't have to leave a great job because. Well, no, if she
0: starts, if she like opens up the can of worms, I feel like that's going to have to, that's going to force her to leave. But if she just ignores it and like it can go back to normal, yeah. then she won't have to leave.
1: But if, yeah, I mean, you're kicking the can down the road. I mean, yeah. if you, once yeah. again, it's boundaries. Like you it's have to boundaries. set boundaries. Hey, you can't text my boyfriend anything. I'm sure it was a mistake. We're going to yeah. drop it. But like, because if he doesn't, she doesn't say anything, then he's he going to assume, obviously she it. knows and she didn't say anything. So he'll delusionally be like, well, she, clearly I texted and told her boyfriend to back off. She didn't say anything to me. She might love me. Like oh literally that's how men think. Yeah. There's so to like well. nip it and be like, hey, I don't know what that was. I'm assuming it was a mistake, yeah. but like just know you can never text him.
0: Yeah. That's fair. Actually. I, but you, if you do that, you have to be really stern. And it's yeah. hard to be stern no, but with your it's superior. It's better to put
1: the boundary now than literally letting this person think this that delusion. Right.
0: Yeah. Wow, she's being chased after two men. How exciting!
1: Are we good at boundaries?
0: Uh, with each other, no. <laughs> with anyone else who tries to enter our little yeah. love, cer- our, our love, love bubble? bubble. Yes,
1: we got the iron bubble. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, third and final one, and it comes with a photo. Hey girlies, long time toaster, first time writer. I need some serious, but not so serious help. I'm moving in with my boyfriend and I'm so excited. He is a pajama a literal angel. However, our taste in furniture and home decor just does not Mm. add up. I'm very neutral, cozy vibes, and he is whatever is cheap slash passed down to him vibes.
1: Teresa (laughs) Giudice.
0: He's pretty much given me creative control over the whole apartment, but the only thing he won't budge on is this heinous chair. There's a picture attached. It's big, and it's red, and it's ugly. He says it's a lazy boy and good quality, so he doesn't want to get rid of it. I mentioned reupholstering it, and he wasn't fond of that idea. What do I do about this damn chair? It's so not the vibe. It's ruining my life. Do I tell him that I hate it, or do I tuck it away in the guest bedroom? Here is the picture of the chair, and we will be posting the chair on our Instagram so everyone can go look at it. Okay. It's really unique.
1: It's unique. It's... Uh... A Coat of Many Colors, the Dolly Parton song.
0: The Uh, the Dolly Parton song. It's also that, it's in the Bible, (laughs) the Coat of Many Colors. Oh, really? The Technicolor dream coat.
1: I had no idea. Um,
0: (laughs) Didn't you go to church on Sundays as a kid?
1: Every Sunday. But (laughs) Catholic Mass is the most boring thing. And like, you would hate it. You have to kneel. Oh, Um, no,
0: um, don't get me wrong. Jewish synagogue is not that riveting either.
1: Okay, so I will say this. In life, you have to make compromises. And if this means something to him and he let you have full reign, mm-hmm. don't be a monster. And you should just make a joke out of this. And also look at this chair as a symbol of like your love for him. Like yeah. I love this guy so much. He wanted this and you gave it to him.
0: Okay, can I offer an alternative? Yeah. Because if it is a good chair, like from Lazy Boy, have it reupholstered. There's yeah. nothing wrong with the chair except the fabric. Yeah. So, Throw a blanket on top of yeah. it.
1: Yeah, so I actually... I'm redoing my house. Yes. I have reupholstered sofas so many times. It literally brings them back to life. Yes. It's amazing. So I would be like fun about it. Like make this like, instead of making it a big deal and like digging into his taste or design since he let you do so much, be like, I love the chair. Like, I love that you love it. Can we, or maybe like even get it for him as a gift, like reupholstered.
0: Yeah, look, I got your But if he pushes
1: chair. back and he's like, no, I really like it the way it is. Yes. I think in life, you just got to like, if this pick is- Pick your battles. Pick your battles and- I mean, it's funny. Almost, no, it's you know? really
0: ugly. Especially if if I'm understanding her vibe is like nude. Yeah. If if he's so... By the way, bring up totally the fact of reupholstering it. It's not expensive. Get just like a nude suede. It'll go with your vibe. And the chair shape is fine. Like the legs are a little ugly, but it's fine. It's just the pattern on the, on the it's material. the unique. But if he says like, no, I love this pattern, which I doubt he'll yeah. say, what better guy is like i love his pattern yeah, like, no. yeah yeah so if he says that then drop it because he's giving you to- this is the one thing he wants you have to accept it yeah um but reupholstering i think is the answer here i don't think he'll care that that you change yeah. the make just make sure it's like a really soft yeah and he'll be like oh i love this and then you'll end up liking the chair more than him and yeah. everyone wins
1: everyone wins
0: so that was dear toasters if you ever have a problem you want to write into us it's dear toasters at gmail.com and we will always keep your shit anonymous um that's our show brian you are a godsend for coming on such short notice. I appreciate you more than life. The toasters love you. And in exchange for you being here, the toasters are going to follow you on Instagram, leave nice comments about how sexy you are, and send all their gay friends to your DMs. Does that work for you?
1: That works for me. <laughs> um, I'm just excited to spend Memorial Day with I you. Know. We're I
0: know. And I hope
1: of- everyone has amazing, safe travels. Yes. I do love... If you have questions, DM me. I usually try to get to as many as possible. But travel safe this summer. Travel with a good attitude. Yes,
0: with a good group of girlies. And
1: use your points and miles. A lot of us, I, a lot of you have points. Just use them. Take money off the table by saving, and like splurge a little bit. Do you
0: not believe in points hoarding?
1: I do not believe in points hoarding. They lose value over time. I don't believe in like using them for gift cards. But, you know. If you, you have a trip and you have the points. And the, the good points. thing about when you use points now, you can get all your points back versus getting a crappy voucher when you right. pay for a ticket. So oh, you can? Yeah. You pre- on almost every airline, they'll give you all your points and miles back up until like the last minute. So if you get COVID or right. just don't want to go, you get all your points it back. It
0: should always have been that way.
1: should, yeah. but
0: Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah.
1: So use your points. Live, Everyone laugh, follow love. Brian on
0: Instagram <laughs> at Brian Kelly. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found so that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Have an amazing hump day, and we'll see you tomorrow hopefully with Jackie. But if not, I have a backup. I have a backup. Love you. Bye.